I don't know what the hell is going on over there, bro. That room is like hell, man. <laughs> I, I was hearing, hearing you guys speaking, but like, that was it. Like, and then at some point, someone started talking for like five minutes. I'm like, okay, maybe something happened. I don't know, but um, let me send out these uh, invites because, goddammit, like, we promoted that space everywhere. Now we got to do it all over again, you know? Uh, he's still over there, huh? He's still stuck in that other space. It's weird. But like you were not able to join and like be a coast. What was the problem? What was my, what the problem was like? I tried to accept his request to be a co-host, right? And as soon as I would do it, it would be like I got rugged. It would be like the space got rugged. I'm like, no way! What the hell, dude? And then I would refresh my app, and it would show that he's still there. And when I would click on the profile, uh, it would say that the space ended. But then if I clicked on it again, it said that he was there. Like, I, dude, I, I don't know. That was the weirdest glitch I've ever seen on Twitter Spaces. I have no idea what's going on. It looks a, like a good app, man. <laughs> For real, dude. Well, he's back. So let's see if I, <clears throat> let's see if I can invite him. Yeah, everything looks normal here. Must be the Must be the internet over there or something, bro. I don't know. How you guys doing? Hey. What's up? Meet my mic. <laughs> Just with the <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that all about, dude? Like literally the first time we invite the raccoons uh to come and speak on a space, the, the space gets rugged. We we we've hosted like three spaces without no issues, without getting rugged at all. And the first time we invite these dudes over, we, we keep getting rugged. It was fun, man. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I blame Elon. He, he's been pressing buttons and stuff again, which he should not be touching, and just screwed up everything. Uh, well, thank God it's fine now. Thank God it's fine. But um, yeah, just do me a quick favor and just retweet the space. But I just want to say hi to Rarma. We got Truth down there, um, Crypto Dungeon Crew, obviously Mole uh, coming to speak about raccoons, and I got uh, Nico over there on the Caden uh, account, but he's going to be my co-host here in a sec here you go nico i sent you a co-host invite all right i'm just getting set up here i like to uh like to go outside and talk ah my front yard when i'm on spaces man it's such a peaceful place to speak on spaces are you still working nights man like do you have to go to work like later on or yes sir i do still work nights and I uh, work part time for Stargate, so always busy. <laughs> you sleep five hours a day, or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, Mo. I sleep five hours a day, bro. <laughs> for real, I do. How how much sleep do you get, bro? Usually, I get between seven and eight hours. It's just like 
I'm just a nerd and just do this like uh, all day, but like, uh, yeah, I would say seven or eight, which is enough for me. Damn. Trying to send Wolfman an invite to speak because he's got some updates for us, but uh, it's not letting him. I sent you the mic again, Wolfman. <clears throat> come on, come on, Wolfman. Hey, yo. Hey there, dude. What's going on? Hey, hey, man. Good to see you. Uh, after a few tries, man. Try, try again. There it is. <laughs> now you're outside. Uh, Get that fresh air, touching some grass. Love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, there's a slight echo, man, on your end. Oh, really? Hold on. Yeah. Let me see what I could do. How about now? Testing, testing. testing. No, I can still hear myself. Hold on one sec. I'm going to go to my front room. All right. Damn, dude, we're not, dude, what the hell's going on, bro? The first time we ever start having issues like this, right, Nico? We, dude, we haven't had issues like this since we started these, uh, started these chill spaces. Dude, it's the first time for everything. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, okay, let me see. How am I doing now? Am I coming through? Hello, hello, Tessa. Test, test. Yeah, one, you're two, just, you're two, just going to have to mute yeah, when I speak, bro, because I can hear myself terribly. Okay, dang, that's crazy. But you can hear me when you're not speaking? Okay, cool. Yep. Hey, man, it's good to see you guys. Good to see Raccoon. What's up, Rama? Good to see all you guys. Caden, good to see you again. I think this is the second time we've hung out in the spaces. Um, I appreciate you having me up, little Gaines. Yeah, uh, we were chatting earlier today, and Gaines was like, you know, hey, come on over and share what's going on. We've got, uh, you know, some cool stuff coming on. We're getting really close. We're, we've got our closed beta now right now with the new platform with live raffles. So like I think we've got about 30 projects now that are live on the platform that are uh, staking um, kind of in our soft beta version of it, but we've got like a full on platform kind of functions like discord. So like each project will have its own hub inside the app as well, but then there'll also be like a global hub. And so you'll be able to see every single project that stakes on the platform. Uh, and you'll also be able to see the raffles um, and a larger marketplace too, for only the collections that are, uh, on our platform. So it's a really kind of um, nice way for projects, small artists, large collectors, anyone who'd be able to be seen on a hub. Um, you know, one of the things that we've seen really too is just that we've seen so much in the space that, you know, a lot gets wasted on having to try to everyone just building the same tools over and over again, spending three, six months on that and how many ever thousands of dollars. And so we really saw the need to kind of build out a global hub for everyone to be able to utilize this. So we're really excited about that. And we're inching really close to getting that launched and being able to have the raffles. And it's actually really cool too, because um, there'll be a couple different ways that you can host a raffle as a project. You know, you can do it in your token. You can actually even offer your, um, this will be not right away, but shortly after you'll be able to even offer your tokens for sale to anyone who wants to still try to get in. Um, so it's a nice little way to even raise funds as a project. Um, and still not have to have worry about having a liquidity pool for your tokens or anything like that, which is really nice, especially for smaller projects that want to have to worry about that. Um, and then what's really cool too, is we'll even have like swaps with these internal tokens too. So you can set a, an exchange rate with another project, say raccoon wanted to have just like a fun token that was internal for staking. They could set a rate with uh, say the Joe token inside the ecosystem and that they want us to be able to allow their, um, projects to and their um, 
members to be able to swap between too, which is really cool. It's a nice opportunity for collaboration, which is a big part of what the platform's about and the way that it's built. It's so much about just trying to find different unique ways to collaborate and allow creators to be seen and heard um, on there. So yeah, man, we're really excited about that. That's coming up. And then we have on, uh, it's not 100% yet because we're trying to lock in. We're trying to make sure this platform goes live before it happens, but we're going to have our stream swap as well for Stardust uh, on September 19th. If not, it'll be the following Tuesday. Um, but I'm hoping, you know, the community has voted on, you know, they want the 19th. That's the date that they chose that that seems best for them as well. Um, and so we'll be doing a stream swap for our Stardust token on there for Osmo and Adam. We'll have two different pools that you'll be able to swap for. Um, and that's really exciting because that kind of segues into us allowing us to launch the Owlies trading game. Um, you know, we've had a lot ready to go for a long time, um, but not the tools to do it. And Stargaze is amazing. They've got the token factory live. We got to be the first token on chain um, as well. So that was really awesome. They were really helpful and we kind of helped pave the way for future projects to be able to come in and start minting their own tokens too. And so we'll, um, we've already got that over on Osmosis and and done everything we need to do. So all the ducks are there. We're just kind of trying to get some confirmations on everything else to make sure we market this well and just get the word out. Well, Wolfman, I know you have um, a meeting coming up here in a little bit, but my question to you is uh, everything that you guys are building at ONFT, how is it sustainable for you guys to keep building this stuff? Like, how are you going to you know, get revenue? Obviously, you need revenue to keep building, right? So what kind of, uh, what kind of things do you have planned to keep your, your team uh, happy and, and just to keep building? Yeah, man, that's what's really great about the way that we've built this platform is it's actually a business model. Um, and so uh, the projects that actually come and stake are able to get some of these services, like the things that are premium services right now in the space for free. Um, and then we add other services on top of that. We basically give the cake away and then offer cream. Um, and you'll be able to do kind of like what Discord does, where you'll be able to amp up a project if you want to. And so you can, um, if you sign up and and do that, you'll be able to give amps to certain projects. So it's not even on the specific project themselves to have to actually um, pay for the service themselves, but they'll be able to unlock other things. Like I think I was showing you the meme generator that we have coming. Um, and then the ability and the ability, ugh, the ability to um, uh, mint like with um, Matic and things like that and stars um, to generate revenue for the prod projects themselves to unlock some of those things as well. They'll have to uh, amp up their server to do those kind of things too. So that's one avenue, as well as, of course, we have the alleys and the tokenomics behind that. We've kind of built a proof of work um, mining system on a POS with the way that we've built this, then fueling the liquidity pools. So it's, you know, it's all an experiment. It's, I'm pretty excited to see it all unfold and see how it goes. And uh, we're actually going to be doing a, a talk with Joe uh, when we get closer to it as well. So we'll be able to go over more of those details then. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the elements. And also just even having the raffles, there'll be um, a 3% or so fee for projects that do a raffle too. So the revenue that they get in also generates revenue for the project to be able to continue building and growing. Um, and then we also have a really big mint in um, on Polygon coming up as well. Um, so we've got the what my PFP is. They're called the WAUs. Um, and so much of what our project is, it's, is our, and our goal with that is to really focus heavily on onboarding creators, um, brands, 
and uh, as well as artists and sub communities. That's the one thing that's really cool about our platform too, is that we actually offer these same tools that projects will get to sub communities too, which isn't something that they have right now. Right now, if you're a sub community, you kind of just have maybe a Twitter and a channel in a discord and there's not a lot you can do with it. But with this, you'll actually be able to have all sorts of really cool models that you can build out uh, to engage your, your sub community with, which supports the larger projects. So that's a really exciting thing that we're, uh, going to be able to offer the uh, Stargaze, Polygon, and Omniflex communities to start with. Um, and so that's going to be something that is also helpful. And then our goal as well is to allow other builders to come build on our platform. And just like you would see like Shopify, where you have kind of a plug-in and charge a fee for that extra service as people innovate and create new different ways of innovating with projects, they'll be able to plug in those tools into the platform and then charge a service fee for that. And then we'll also be able to do that. And then we'll also have like um, uh, merch stores and things like that, you know, like Printful. So people can just spin up a merch store easily through the, the same platform. So have a hub for everything. And they'll be able to have, you know, from day one staking raffles, you know, a merch store, they'll be able to have a marketplace. And eventually they'll even be able to mint from our site. We want to have our own like custom minters for minting on like Polygon, ETH and Stargaze. So. <clears throat> Kaden, do you, Kaden, or um, Nico, do you have any questions? Because I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know why, but I'm, I think Joe has a question for Wolfman. <laughs> I just feel it. I just feel it. Uh, I always have questions for Wolfman because his project is a lot bigger than people think. And I remember when I first talked to him, he talked about being like this, this, launch pad for other projects bringing on artists and all that um i was just curious how do you how do you make the connections to find the artist in the first place yeah so I mean, that's what's been, go ahead yeah good sorry sorry well that's what's been really great too about um you know what the tools and services that we're offering is kind of like a magnet i mean we're just in beta we barely gotten off the ground and we've already gotten 30 projects on board and we have a lot more in line that want to get online as you know, and onboarded as well. But, you know, it's, we're just in that beta phase right now. So once it's open and you're able just to come in and create an account right then and there and have staking right away, um, you know, I think that um, we'll continue to grow from there. You know, we've done a great job, I think, in reaching out to the Polygon communities and we're going to continue uh, growing our presence over there as well. There's a lot of great, Artists out there, we also plan to implement Tezos. Um, I think Tezos has a lot of great small brand artists who um, could really benefit from these kind of tools for their communities to be able to service them and have this kind of advantage. Um, and that's huge for us. Like we're not just building these tools for like the big guys and trying to get like some big paycheck day. Like we're building this because we're really going after, like we said, with even sub communities who don't even get serviced in this industry really at all right now. They don't have any tools offered to them. And so um, by being able to integrate, you know, platforms like Tezos that has a, a huge community for one-to-one -one artists. Um, I think, you know, the more we get connected over there as we grow and as you've onboarded a lot too, we've reached out to a handful of them as well. So I think as long as we're continuing to do that, we'll continue to connect with artists that are already in Web3, but I'm also just south of Austin, Texas as well. And I've been very heavily connected to the art community um, there. And so we want to continue working with, um, artists there as well. You know, we plan to eventually have like an O-Fest event and um, I plan to work with one of the biggest um, festivals that happens every year for artists. Um, we're very close with the people that run that. So we're looking at partnering with them to do more of an in real life as well as digital collectible type festival. 
Um, so we really want to do as much as we can to onboard people into Web3 as well. That's a really big focus for us. And that's also why we're so heavily focused on bringing attention to Stargaze. You know, one of the things that I don't know if I've told you about this, but, you know, there's so many things I've come up with idea wise that Stargaze can do because they've made it so simple and easy to come and build uh, and make a, a mint a collection. You know, it's just like you go over the Stargaze studio, you enter, you know, you put up an image and you enter a few key metadata pieces and you've got a you've got an NFT on, on on the blockchain. And I think that's one of the key things. And there's a lot of fun things that we can do for people who are, have never even seen an NFT before or heard of one. Um, that could walk away from something like the event that we're wanting to do um, with one. So, yeah. Will any of those tools be apps that you try to deploy on Stargaze or are they off-chain tools? Yeah, I think a lot of them are going to be, our goal was always to like utilize tools like Omniflix and Stargaze and others, right? So we're working right now, we're talking with Stargaze with, um, uh, you know, some of the team to actually be able to integrate like some of the tools from DowDow and other things like that. So that, um, you know, even like projects that might be on Polygon or ETH or Solana could potentially still, you know, come over through, you know, and because they're like, they have their hub on our platform, they could still have like a multi-sig and things like that, that they're utilizing Stargaze for um, specifically just so they can like custody their assets and things like that to have a decentralized treasury. So there's a lot of ways like we're trying to figure out how to implement the technology that Stargaze offers and plug that into ours, um, you know, and build our own front ends even and integrate them into the way that we're building out our platform, because there's no reason for us to go and build most of this, right? Like that's one of the reasons we, we started Owlies in the first place was we didn't even plan to build necessarily to the extent of some of these things that we ended up going down that route to, which I'm so grateful we did. But, you know, it was so much of like Omniflix was building a lot of these tools. Stargaze was building a lot of these tools. But the way that we saw it as well was, you know, it, it was like a year delay on some of these things. And we just started building and we haven't stopped since. So I have one more question, if you don't mind, Gaines. Um, I guess out of all the Cosmos chains, which chain do you think has the the community that's most value add to the chain itself. Just curious what you're going to, what you're going to You already know the answer to that question, brother. (laughs) You're the the biggest. Since the beginning, you've been the number one Stargaze advocate and supporter. That's why I'm just busting your chops there. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, honestly though, that was like my tweet that I put out and Shane was like, I guess I have to retweet this. So I said that Stargaze is the, is the Cosmos hub. And it really is in so many ways. Um, you know, NFTs are the number one way to onboard uh, Web2 people, especially with when you look at what Shane is looking into and what others are looking into building, especially with Stargaze. And you think about when the next DeFi bull run comes and you take your osmosis locked LP position and turn it into an NFT and start trading it on Stargaze. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of all the possibilities that are going to happen. DeFi is definitely going to be completely integrated into nfts as we go forward and i know that shane and his whole goal and mantra is behind getting behind that element yeah we see a lot of creators and artists and everything else that's so much of the backbone of the community but he's very much in the tech and the DeFi side of like building all this out and so that's why like you know for me everything that we do and everything we build actually draws people to stargaze as well you know we we never are plan on leaving that hub but we also are chain agnostic too so you know, our goal is to bring chains together and bring the best tech together in one place so that anyone can use it and not even care about what chain they're on. No, no, definitely, man. You you guys have the maybe the longest running project 
in Cosmos, right? You're, you're, the, you're one of the only Genesis projects that's continued to build and expand since day one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we started, I think, around the exact same time Raccoon Supply started. I don't remember when they exactly announced theirs, but when they were launching their Rack token, I remember because we got, I remember got some, I still have my original 20 Rack uh, that I received, but I remember them being on the um, the airdrop lists. They were on all those things. I was all over Reddit back then. I was on, you know, Owly's token was all on that. And it was actually our conversations, Joe, so much of that. I know that you know that too, that, you know, really made us rethink our tokenomics and the entire way that, that um, tokens were being distributed at the time. I think Raccoon's done a great job at like what they're doing now um, uh, with the the new, I can't remember, it starts with an M, the new blockchain that you guys are working with and working with LionDAO and some of the other great projects over there. I see a lot of innovation happening and I think it's really exciting to see what you guys are building there. And for us too, it's just a different, very different project as well. And I think the way that we're approaching our tokenomics now, and it's a, it's just a very interesting thing where, you know, you have kind of like a two token system and you basically, you, you mine one token by staking an NFT, but you have a pet that you have to care for. And if you don't care for it, your mining rewards go to zero. Um, and so you have to actually LP to earn the secondary token. So it feeds the liquidity. The branch token actually burns when you buy the treats. So the entire secondary token is fully deflationary as well. And so are the NFTs that are tied to it. So it's a very interesting gamification of DeFi. Um, and then it ties into the Alley's trading game. And then it also ties in the ONFT platform. It benefits all the creators because they have to hold five NFTs actually to unlock these free tools. But then they can stake them. They can actually earn those tokens and then use the Stardust token to actually unlock a whole world of tools um, at, at no cost. I mean, I just can't even imagine if like Shopify or some of these other big platforms had launched something similar to this. And I could just, instead of spending $5,000 a year, $6,000 a year to run my, my, my web two company on their platform that I could sit there and stake an NFT and mine it and be able to pay for all my fees through something like that. And that's very much kind of the goal behind this is a, is a creator centric hub that actually the ecosystem feeds itself and the creators benefit every part of the way. Yeah. And I think uh, what the, your current building now, it seems pretty much amazing, but, uh, and very happy to see that you're still around, man. It's been more than a year. I remember when we started like the Raccoon project, it was back in January, 2022. And when we launched the, the NFT uh, collection, I think it was like February or March. And you guys were part of the Genesis Mint uh, on Stargate. So like you said, I think we started at the same time, but uh, very happy, like I said, to, to see that you guys are still around, still building, man, it's amazing. And I have so many questions, man. Like, uh, we've been down the rabbit hole, like uh, building like a smart contracts and stuff. So we didn't take the sufficient time to see what you guys and everyone have been building on Stargaze. And so many questions about what you're currently building. But correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I'm just trying to understand exactly like what you guys are building. Like, it it's some in on a very like general level or high level level view. It's you guys are gonna be able to empower like new. Uh, pro NFT project, NFT collection by providing out of the box utilities that people can like utilize on your platform. So that way users, when they get on your platform, they can see like NFT uh, collection, NFT project, and your uh, app and your platform are gonna actually like provide utilities straight off the bat for these projects. Is, is that right? Is it gonna be like some sort of also um, a social media platform or mostly providing utilities for projects? 
Yeah, I mean, my goal is not to replace Twitter or <laughs> any of the other ones, right? I think that's kind of crazy. But at the same time, we want to integrate Twitter. We want to actually have like leaderboards, you know, so when you're in spaces, when you're uh, doing certain things, even having PFP staking and things like that, we want to have some heavy integrations where we feel crypto and NFT lives. But we do, we are looking at, you know, tools like Agora where we can actually um, integrate chat, uh, voice chat. We actually have... Um, a kind of metaverse side that we don't ever talk about, but we are silently building on um, slow and steady. We're not the big dogs, you know, we're, we're, we're newer to that side of the space, but we've got some, some pretty good devs that we're working with um, to, to build that out. And we've got a really nice little, uh, Oak, it's, it's called the O club and our, we got our o arcade and the Overse, And um, you know, it's kind of like, looks like passage in a way where we've got this floating avatar with, you know, where you have your chat box in there and you can hang out with other people and our goal is to build out mini games. And then that's where the eventual, the Owlies trading game, it was always meant to be in a, in a, in a metaverse environment and, you know, just delays and everything else just caused us to always like kind of pivot and just build things ourselves, which I'm glad because it just gives us an opportunity also to just provide more for our community, have less costs on our end in the long run by controlling you know, the, the, the IP and the tokens behind it and, you know, the costs and everything else. And then also as we build slowly, we're building out all these other tools, you know, working on allowing our communities who are already there to utilize those kind of tools as well. So, you know, there's, there's a lot more ways that we plan to grow. If you've seen the Gazer NFT project, um, it's coming up as a free minute. It was supposed to be in February. Uh, Lil Gaines knows all about that. I know Joe knows about it too. And, you know, it's it's a huge onboarding tool for Stargaze. It's kind of the meme NFTs, the the gaze token is already on chain as well. Um, and pretty soon here, we're actually going to be announcing um, certain collections that will come be able to come once our platforms live, we'll actually be able to come and start um, uh, mining those tokens as well. But there's a whole nother uh, way to rank NFTs and other things that we're building behind that as well. Um, but it's kind of a no promises meme thing, but we're doing a lot of cool stuff with that, too. So we're pretty diversified. I like to, I have a lot of ideas. I like to juggle a lot of things. And what I love about web three is I'm really good at managing teams and ideas and projects. And so it's really given me the ability to work on like 10 different things at once and still be able to really care for each one because, you know, it's all about your team and the people that you, that you took, you know, that you choose to build with. And, you know, I've had a very nice long bear market to find the best of the best to build with. And it's been an amazing experience to do it on a lower budget too. The way that we build, it's a very much you know, we don't have the big budget that everyone else does, but I think, you know, just like Facebook versus MySpace, you know, MySpace had all the money and, and Facebook won. So, you know, we're just going to keep building slow and steady, provide the tools that as creators ourselves, as builders ourselves, you know, as someone who's building a game, trading card game and all these other things, the tools that I see every single day that I'm around the creators, uh, you know, we have the Ovalt too. So, you know, we've been supporting Stargaze projects from the very beginning. We have an enormous amount of holdings from from Stargaze NFT collections that we've supported as well. And, you know, so we're also, you know, I've been a trader since Genesis. I invested a, a huge chunk of like the alleys as well to into um, into the projects, you know, because we really believe in this platform. We believe in the creators. And thank God we loaded up on Bad Kids, the most outperforming, best performing asset in Cosmos. So, yeah, it's it's been an awesome journey and we're just going to keep building. <laughs> Thanks, Wolf. Thank you very much. And uh, it's just it's really nice to see that since you know Genesis, you still you're still around building. Um, looking forward to looking forward to play around with the the platform itself and getting the the little squids over there. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too, man. You know, um, it's it's really exciting. It's, you know, I think anyone who has ever, you know, been on the dev side of things, which was new to me before starting all of this, um, except for when I was like a kid playing around with HTML, building websites, uh, you know, it's, 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 it takes so much longer than you think it is. And there's so much more that goes into it than you think there would be. Um, and so like us getting to this moment where it's finally going to launch and without a lot of bugs, we're doing beta testing right now. So, you know, it's an exciting moment because it's a, it's a large vision um, that really does benefit the space as a whole, especially Stargaze. There's just some really great tools that bring people together, bring creators together and allow projects to collaborate, be seen and find new ways to build that community out. But also, you know, I mean, one of the biggest things here, we're in a bear market is these relationships that we build right now are the most valuable that we could ever ask for, you know, because when the good times come and the hard times come after that, you know, that we have these relationships that we've built out during this bear market, it, they're precious and invaluable. You know, they constantly people say your network is your net, net, net worth. And there's so much truth to that, you know, and it's so much deeper, I think, in Web3 and the type of relationships that we're building you know, they really are these incredible connections. And I saw so much of that from the people that came over from Terra as well. And I just saw the bonds that they had. And I was kind of alone during that time, during the crash. And that was probably one of the hardest times of my life was uh, the financial hardship that it caused, you know, when that all happened. And, you know, now where I'm at and the community and the people that I'm invested in and the relationships that I have, that regardless of the highs and the lows that may come, I have all of you guys to to lean on and to walk through with and that's just invaluable and just an amazing because you know mental health is key in this space as we know it is a giant roller coaster we all love the ride but man oh man there's always a moment that gets us down and to be able to have a shoulder to cry on or laugh on or joke about how horrible things used to be it's just amazing so thanks for having me up here it's really been awesome to share more of our story. I hope I talked a little bit slower about things too, so that it was a little more clear. I do get really excited. I'm super passionate about building here. I literally put my company that I've been building for 15 years on hold for the most part and scaled it down tremendously so that I could build here full time because I absolutely love it. So man, thanks for having me. And yeah, it's amazing to be able to be here with incredible builders like Raccoon Supply and Little Gains, what you're doing with Stargaze is incredibly exciting and invaluable to the future of what we're all building here. So thank you so much for doing what you're doing, brother, and keep it up. I'm going to jump in here, Raccoon. Thank you so much for coming up and sharing what you guys are building with everyone. I think it's really super cool that you are aiming to onboard more people from Tez. Um, there's a very big, very vibrant community there, um, which I think can actually bring quite a bit of value over to Stargaze. Um, if done correctly, of course, but I'm pretty sure you guys will put it off. Um, but that being said, uh, Little Gains, do you have anything else you want to add in? No, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, I know Minos is up here and it's probably really, really late where he's at, so we'll let Mina speak, and then we'll go to Joe so he can talk to us about what's happening with NFT Nashville, give us any updates, and then we'll go to uh, Raccoon. Thanks for having me, guys. I got to go, too, so I really appreciate this time, and it's amazing to see you guys all here. There's so many of y'all in this room right now that have been here since the start, too, so it's just amazing to see all of you and to keep going through this and the fact that we're all going to be here when the next run comes up. I'm stoked to be able to ride it all with you guys, so take care. Bye-bye.
Awesome, Chesh Shakun, thank you for coming. Uh, before we go to Minas, if everyone would be so kind to just quickly retweet the room out for us. Let's see if we can get some more people in here to come and hear everything that's so incredible about Stargaze and what everyone is building there. Um, that will be super duper. But that being said, Minas, you're up. Mike is yours. I know it's late, so yeah, the floor is yours. Hello. <clears throat> Hello, Nicole, uh, Little Games, and everyone in the space. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, I've been uh, I've been hearing um, a lot about uh, uh, Stargaze from other artists as well, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, Minas, you're most welcome. Yeah, and um, um, the artwork that uh, uh, that's currently minted on uh, uh, Stargaze. This is one of my favorites, and I'm glad that I chose that one. And uh, coincidentally enough, uh, it uh, goes well with uh, with the name and the theme of the whole ecosystem. So yeah, I'm pretty much excited about it, and uh, uh, I'm glad to see that uh, Stargaze is growing. Um, everyone is, uh, you know, very excited about it, and uh, it is a really amazing uh, platform. Um, the future is bright for Stargaze. And uh, I am, uh, you know, very uh, interested uh, to know about uh, how you are uh, started to uh, focus on uh, more on one-of-one artists and uh, the platform has a really good potential for that. Uh, that's a question I have before I talk uh, uh, more about my artworks. Hey, Minas. So I, I think I think the uh, the pivot was when we were very close to releasing the open edition mentor that actually the raccoon, the raccoon supply devs uh, created for us. Um, once, once that was coming out, I thought it would be a really good idea to get some one-on-one artists to use that mentor because a lot of the artists that are, you know, on Tez and other platforms, they generally like to use uh, either edition or open edition mentors. So I just really started networking and, and spending a lot of time on on spaces with other communities outside of Stargaze. And just like, you know, the way I got you in, interested in Stargaze, you know, I continue to do so with other artists. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of how that started. I was uh, basically focusing on that for like two months straight, <laughs> two months straight, seeking seeking the best one of one artists that I could find outside of Stargaze. And it's been it's been such a fun, incredible journey. Also, just to learn about other marketplaces outside of Stargaze. You know, our marketplace is kind of different compared to object as you can see so it was uh it was definitely a fun experience playing around with other marketplaces that's really awesome you know the uh dedication that uh, you and other team members have is uh, very evident in your um uh, conduct of uh, um, action and how you interact with other artists so yeah big ups to you and uh thank you for uh pinning up my uh artwork up top my uh live open edition and uh this is uh titled cosmic beauty and um yeah if i have to say something about this piece uh this is created with uh, mixed media uh this piece uh represents beauty and culture and uh, one of the medium of use here is uh, paper mosaic i don't know uh, if you uh, know about this uh, particular medium but not many artists use it to create art even myself, I stumbled upon uh, using it out of necessity. Uh, you know, I used to be an oil painting artist back in the days, and uh, 
um, there was a shortage of oil paint supply uh, for a short while, for three months or so in my country. I'm from Ethiopia, and uh, Ethiopia is a landlocked country, and uh, oil paint and such other uh, materials are considered to be a luxury uh, item uh, for the importers. And whenever there is some kind of hiccup, uh, they uh, overlook this uh, product. That's why there was a shortage for uh, three months. And uh, instead of just sitting idle um, and uh, not creating art, uh, I decided to come up with a different uh, uh, medium to create my artworks. And I had a bunch of magazines at home and uh, yeah, I procured all the colorful pieces of papers from that magazine, uh, cut them down into smaller pieces and I glued them on the uh, prepared drawing that uh, for oil painting. Uh, that I uh, already created. I glued on top of it and I liked the result and uh, ran with that idea. And uh, it quickly became one of my uh, biggest medium of use. And uh, after that, um, I created uh, really uh, a lot of uh, artworks with that medium, uh, just the paper mosaic. And uh, I started to mix, them, mix it with the different uh, uh, other mediums as well, including digital collage. Uh, this piece is exactly like that, uh, created with paper mosaic and digital collage. And the idea behind this piece is, uh, you know, celebrating our culture and beauty uh, onto, uh, you know, the idea of us being, uh, you know, created out of uh, the dusts of stars. We are stardust and souls having human experience on Earth. And... Uh, uh, I wanted to uh, use uh, the beauty of uh, uh, the moon and juxtaposition with this uh, specific uh, cultural uh, uh, practices that you can find in the eastern part of Africa. You know, uh, these uh, really unique tribes uh, in Ethiopia, South Sudan, and Kenya, uh, some uh, tribes are also exist in, uh, in Uganda. They have uh, this uh, really... Uh, a unique and exotic cultural tradition uh, that uh, they do. This practice is the uh, practice of cutting the earlobes and uh, sometimes the lower lips to uh, insert a large ornamental plate for uh, beautification purposes. And uh, I find this very intriguing, very exotic and uh, aesthetically pleasing. So I decided to, uh, you know, to represent this culture with my uh, uh, artworks. I created almost 15 artworks based on this idea, and uh, this is one of them. And I slightly changed this idea into becoming uh, a representation of us and our ancestors, who I consider uh, uh, the moon and the stars to be our ancestors since we came from them. And uh, in this opportunity, I used uh, the uh, beautiful uh, red moon and the blue moon uh, as a decorative piece for this uh, particular uh, cultural uh, practice that I uh, mentioned earlier. So this is uh, the meaning behind uh, uh, this piece. Yeah. Well, Minas, thank you so much for coming up and sharing with us and uh, staying awake until this time of the morning. Um, listen, I've always loved your art. You know that uh, we've been following each other. I think we more or less started our journey at the same time. Garden's also a massive fan of what you create. 
So I'm super happy to see you on Stargaze. Um, I think you're just another amazing one of one artist that has been added to the Stargaze community. Um, but yeah, I'll throw it to my host here, Little Gaines. Hey, Minos, what, what is that called again when they insert um, the big plates on, on their lip and their earlobes? What, what did you say that was called? Um, I mean, uh, they don't have a specific word for it, but uh, the the plate is called uh, a lip plate, and uh, the earlobe is uh, also cut in, into uh, uh, first. What they use is they cut just a small hole on the, on the earlobe, just like the regular uh, hole for a regular earring. And uh, time by time, they put a uh, uh, rather larger and larger uh, earrings to uh expand the hole and uh that's how they in, end up uh with this uh a larger hole to put this uh, this plate made out of clay to uh, uh to uh beautify themselves with so they don't have a specific word for it the uh, the culture is uh, very unique and the tribes uh the well-known tribes for this uh specific tradition is called mursi M-U-R-S-A-I. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> to me, it looks incredibly painful, like how they have to keep stretching it further and further out. I'd be very scared of my like my lip ripping or my earlobe ripping. Oh, very cool though. Very cool how you incorporated this kind of like, you know, beauty into the, the open edition. I love it. Thank you very much, Little Gaines. And um, yeah, this is the first piece and I'm very much um, inspired uh, by how the whole ecosystem is working. Uh, and um, I have a lot more artworks to come uh, up with uh, next. So yeah, just expect uh, another uh, really exciting and uh, very interesting and very different artworks from me to be, uh, you know, to be minted on Stargaze. So yeah, thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate you. Um, just FYI for anyone else who's in here, if you want to come up and share your art with everyone, you are more than welcome to. I do see Ibabaris here. I see Pixel Dreams here. Both one of one artists who've also minted some incredible stuff on Star Guys. Uh, but with that being said, uh, without further ado, Joe, the mic is yours. Tell us all about NFT Nashville and what's happening. Sounds good. Um, I I'll just give you guys a quick update, but I'll get people up to speed who may not know. But Crypto Tank, who's IBC Gang, the daily stream on Twitch, myself, Lil Gaines, and Shroot from Cosmos Spaces, we're organizing an NFT-themed conference in Nashville for November 4th. And it's going to be mainly Cosmos-focused, but we are not um, excluding any participants that have NFTs from any other chain or have projects on any other chain. And we just wanted to make this a nice community event to kind of start a trend with doing not only NFT focused conferences, but North America centric conferences. We see that, especially in Cosmos, a lot of the conferences are outside the U S Canada. So that was the goal. And to get everyone up to speed, we secured a good amount of sponsorships. We were able to book a nice venue. We'll have it. Catered, we'll have speakers. Stargaze being the main sponsor is going to be the the main speaker for the conference, let's say, but there'll be lots of other platforms and individual project 
speakers. We'll have some interactive, fun stuff for the participants and also looking to set up some interactive stuff for people who can't attend, but they're going to watch the stream because it will be streamed and hopefully be able to participate that way. Um, we just last week put the tickets on sale. The tickets, uh, my pin tweet has a link for the tickets. If you're interested, you could pay with Fiat. You could pay with Adam tokens, which is cool. And Omniflix was nice enough to work with us to get that set up. Um, now going forward, we're kind of, now that we have the ticketing out of the way going forward, we're kind of just trying to add bells and whistles to the conference, uh, based on our funding. Uh, we were, we were, we did not get any grants or anything like that. This is completely sponsored by the projects that are participating, which is really cool because there's no, um, there's basically no one that gave us money that didn't really believe in putting on this conference for the, for the good of the ecosystem and NFTs in general. So yeah, like I said, right now we're just trying to add cool features, little bells and whistles. We're handling the merch right now and some other things will be, will be adding. We're also pretty sure that we'll have plenty of funding to basically start planning a second conference later next year in or around the time where the Bitcoin Nashville conference is happening in uh, July of next year. So yeah, Gaines, did I miss anything? No, no, no. Uh, I think you covered most of it, but um, one important thing guys, like if, if you're not able to attend, um, at least help us just spread the word out. It definitely helps, you know, get get more people to, you know, start buying tickets and for us to get a better idea because we're, we're coming very close to the date. So it just helps us get a better idea of how many people are going to be able to go. Uh, so we can prepare the, the venue with uh, the right amount of, obviously, like, um, you know, seating arrangements, drinks, food, and all that good stuff. So please, like, if you can't attend, at least help us, you know, spread the word out. But I highly, highly encourage you guys to do whatever you can to make it to the event. It's just a whole different experience when you're actually attending these, these Web3 events um, in person and, and meeting people that you normally just talk to on Twitter or talk to them on Discord or Telegram. It's just a, just a neat experience. Like, my first time meeting meeting Joe in person and, you know, blew me away. Cause I thought this guy was like, you know, six feet tall, probably like 300 pounds, big and buff, but no, he's uh, actually, um, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Joe. I'm, I'm the same exact size as my PFP. <laughs> he's literally the same size as PFP. Yeah. 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 No, but we had a great time out there at NFT NYC, right, Joe. And I just want people to experience that same thing when they're at NFT Nashville. It's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it was cool. And like I said, this is the first, hopefully of several. And I don't know, I'll just say what our plans were. We're trying to become an official satellite event of the main Bitcoin conference happening in Nashville. So none of that would, would happen if Stargaze, Omniflix, and a bunch of the other projects. I mean, we could run through the list of sponsors just to give everyone a heads up on which entities, which projects are supporting us. But um, let me try to rattle them off, games, and you let me know if I missed any, so that everyone gets gets their fair fair um, attention. So, Stargaze, Omniflix, Gelato. I think those were the first three sponsors. They sponsored for the maximum twenty five hundred bucks. We had two projects from Archway. Astro Vault and Quantum Club, which is an NFT collection minting on Archway soon. Uh, they'll have some announcements and maybe whitelist giveaway type stuff the day of the conference. Um, Game of Nodes, if you guys don't know, they're 
a bunch of independent validators that have a long running stream podcast on YouTube and um, on Spotify. I think I, I listened to it on Spotify before. They gave us the max sponsorship. No questions asked. They're like, oh, you guys do an NFT conference? That's awesome. Let me just check with the team. We'll, 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 we'll put us down for the max. I thought that was really cool because, I mean, the validators are not necessarily NFT collectors, but um, they do validate the chains that have NFTs. And, you know, a lot of times I criticize the validators for having very little skin in the game, but these guys jumped at the opportunity to sponsor us. Um, Crypto Dungeons is an NFT project. Uh, uh, well, I should say a soon to be NFT project by a validating team as well on Stargaze and a bunch of other chains, Cosmos Hub, another, they sponsored us. Um, ONFT, who you heard speak earlier, they sponsored us. Who did I miss so far? I definitely missed three or four sponsors. Raccoons, right? <laughs> Raccoons are right there. So Racks, Cosmos Spaces, IBC. Atlas Dow too. Atlas Dow, correct. Atlas Dow, um, Stargaze and Juno is where they have their NFTs, which is cool. Uh, one of the first DAOs in Cosmos, by the way. Um, I'm, I don't want to miss any gains. This is it's okay. We have a long list. It's it's all right. Yeah, but I, I, I Johnny, probably right now. But yeah, no, we have. Anyway, if you want to see the sponsors, just go to the website. It's nftnashville.io, and I think it's cool because when you see who's actually supporting the NFT space, you know it might change the way you view some projects um, or in this case, validators, right? Because a lot of times you don't know who to validate your tokens to. Well, we have validators that actually do care about the actual assets that are being moved on the chains they validate. So there's that as well. So, um, oh, by the way, if you, even if you come to Nashville and you don't want to go to the conference, there'll be some side events as well. So you'll get to meet people. And like Gain said, it's very interesting to meet people who you only know as a PFP or a Twitter moniker. Um, Gaines actually told me his real name and I heard that if he gets really drunk at NFT Nashville, he's going to tell everyone his real name as well. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Thank, thank you, Joe. I just can't wait. I definitely cannot wait to, to head out there. Kit's, Kit's listening. She'll be there. Um, and uh, Jorge already bought his ticket from, from Stargaze. Shane will be there from Stargaze. Hopefully, more people from the Stargaze team will be there. Oh, my uh, God. I forgot, I forgot one of the main sponsors and speakers. <laughs> I forgot. Um, Cortland. The artist and creator of Bad Kids, as well as After the Filter, he was another one who told me months ago. He said, "Hey, if you're going to do this conference, let me know. I want to sponsor it and I want to come." So he jumped on it as well. He has—I've seen him speak before at little local events. I believe Amanda was there. I can't remember. I don't know if Amanda, you were there when uh, Cortland gave a little talk about just what it's like to make a collection like that. He's a very interesting artist that. Uh, definitely has a good story to tell as you know the most recognizable collection in this ecosystem of 55 or so blockchains um yeah we're, we're already getting harassed in the uh, group chat i mean you joe for not properly announcing all the sponsors we're gonna have to uh, go into a meeting with uh, our boss later all right uh <laughs> i don't know i didn't know you could use two different social media apps at the same time so i'm gonna have to check that later <laughs> thank you joe thank you very much joe um uh we do have raccoon supply waiting patiently so i want to give the mic to raccoon supply how are you doing more hey what's up i'm doing pretty well and uh, i'm getting a bit hungry now but uh yeah very excited to be here i think it's the first place that we joined that's uh about stargaze ecosystem and the nfts so excited to be here man 
Well, you know, there might be a few new people um, listening, and I think it'd be a good good opportunity for you to kind of just give them like a like a brief rundown of, you know, where you guys started and where you're at now. Um, maybe even t- touch a little bit on the actual art itself because we do have some people here that you know, are very interested in in the art aspect of NFTs. So the mic is yours, bro. All right. Yeah. So I'll just like Raccoon Supply is is a bit like more of a like bigger project than mainly NFTs oriented. So I'll just stick to the NFT portion of it. But uh, how it all started, it was back in at the end of 2021. Like uh, basically like we're two devs behind uh, Raccoon Supply. It's me and my brother. And then we have one of our friends, which was uh, that did basically what's underlying the NFTs. So the, the main idea that we did, what, that we created back then was we wanted to create like a gaming slash gambling platform where when you own an NFT, you actually also own uh, the gambling platform, which is Raccoon.bet. So for example, when you own an NFT, there's a uh, thousand three hundred and thirty-three. So basically, when you own an NFT, you're part you're part of the Raccoon NFT DAO, which owns the gambling platform. So if we're doing like a revenue distribution, we're making one uh, in not so long. Basically, we we just opened a thread on Commonwealth. We want to upload um, a contract where you can distribute some funds to NFTs of an NFT collection. So yeah, that's that was basically the idea behind it. So create an NFT collection and leverage the NFTs more of like your like your NFT represent the ownership of a DAO and also a platform. So like the main idea behind it was to create some sort of utility behind an NFT because at the end of the day, like yeah, you have the art, but an NFT is much more than like an image that you see it can be it can do so many things like if you're part of the DAO and then you just provide utilities with these NFTs. So that's mainly like basically the utility and what was the mindset of the NFT but not the art. So if I go on the other side, what was the idea behind the art? Like myself, I um I basically did some research and also did a master's degree in deep learning, which is what we call artificial intelligence. So I used to do also some research in language processing. So basically, like, how do you create uh, a computer that's going to be able to understand what you're telling the computer and basically also do the language treatment, like be able to separate if it's this person or the other person speaking. So I I had a, a lot of interest in deep learning and AI, and I also worked with uh, image processing. So it all started from there where we were like, okay, we, we have one of our friends with my brother, which is basically Zabdos, that was the artist that did like the base image of the Raccoon NFTs. And we were like, okay, let, let's just find a model that we're able to just add some style, some texture to an image, and we'll go with it. So basically what, like for example, uh, what James um, just put in the nest there, this is just an example of like four different images within the collection. And you can see like the images are very different. Like only in a thousand three hundred and thirty-two pictures, there's two hundred and seventy-eight different styles. And basically to get to these styles, we use a, a model that uh, basically I, I I used to work with and I did some custom stuff with it, and we've been able to to come up with these pictures. So in your opinion, 
in your opinion, Mole, um, is using like a like a platform like Mid Mid Journey? Is it considered art? You know, is the person that's actually using it considered an artist? Or what what are what are your opinions there? It's 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 very art to see because like if you're using like Mid Journey for those who are not aware of what Mid Journey is, is it's like a very complex uh, AI model or deep learning model that you're just sending like a prompt, which is a sentence or just a bunch of words, which the model is able to interpret. Because the crazy thing when, when you work with deep learning models, like just a word can be so much more than just a word within the model. Because these deep learning models, they don't see in three dimensions like we do. Like it's, they see in like millions of dimensions. So they are able to create some sort of a link between a word and depending on which context it is and stuff like that. So I would say it's, it's art because like the model is able to understand and create some sort of creativity because like it, it creates from things that already seen in the past. So is it real creativity? It's art to say, but still if an artist creates something, it still base is or herself on something that they've seen before. So I would say, yes, it's art. But is it actually art to just be able to create a perfect prompt for perfectness? I'm not convinced. So, well, the first the the first um, AI form of NFT that I bought was the Raccoon Supply NFTs. I kind of just fell in love with the the different styles. Uh, there's a style for everyone out there. Seriously, just take a look at the the, the entire collection. There's there's a style for everyone. I won't say that many of them will be up for sale because they have some very strong holders even for me when i first started getting into the the project itself it was hard to to buy some of these nfts because people didn't want to list them for sale um has do you do you think that kind of has impacted your your growth in the community because of how small the the collection size is and how many nfts are up for sale uh would you have done anything different yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Like the collection in itself is not too big. I think we've minted out in like eight or nine days. Um, basically, like the the collection was originally on secret, and now uh, close to half of it is migrated to Stargaze. But yeah, I think I would not do something different for this this specific collection because this collection, like I said a bit earlier, they are like the owner of the the platform that we're building, and they also get a bunch of stuff related to it and they have some sort of power over the application. So I would not change anything with this collection, but the one thing that I would like to do and when we spoke with the artist and my brother, we were like, what if we could just create another collection that's a bit less expensive, but where we can like push a bit further that the model that we use and I have so many styles and just people can just enjoy looking at them. Because like, that's the goal of it like we really are we can call it art we really like like the the style that goes off and sometimes like when you look at an at an image you're able to see sometimes like some part of the cities or the sky because it's it combines many images together to create the style so i would not change the first collection but i would definitely create a bigger collection to explore what the model is able to do let's say yeah that was going to be my next question like um have you have you thought about you know, trying to trying to expand and grow your community by maybe releasing a new collection, and how would that look like for the people that are already holding the actual uh, OG raccoons? Yeah, that's that's a rough one because 
<laughs> to, to be honest, like we've worked on two other collections. Uh, one was uh, a banner collection, which was mostly like basically the artists that we've worked on. Like I said many times, is one of our friends. But like over the the past uh, winter, it just basically did a bunch of drafts. So we're like, oh, what if we, we just release this collection? But it's not AI related, so we did put it on old. And then we worked also with an, another person, another artist, which is based in the US. And he basically like liked our collection. It was someone that we we just met from the community, and he did some draft for another collection to be more like PFPs. And then we tried. Uh, an improved model that we used for the first one to release them, but like, it, you know, it's kind of stupid what I'm gonna say, but like, we feel a bit like we feel the pressure that what if we release a collection, but it's not as good as the, as the first one. So that's why we've been holding for such a long time. We want to find like the perfect, uh, even if perfect doesn't exist. Like, we want to find a collection that's gonna be so good that people are gonna enjoy it as the first one. Let's say. Awesome, awesome, and more. Hey, can, can I just can I just jump in? Yeah. Um, uh, Malt, I, I know that we talked a long time ago and a, a lot of things have changed with raccoon.bet, but I did, I linked down below in the comments that interview that you did on my YouTube where people can get an idea of, at least at the time, what the big picture was for raccoon supply and raccoon.bet when it was, it was only on Juno and since has expanded, obviously. But yeah, if people want to get affiliated, that's a good place to start, I think. Yeah, thanks for that. It it was a pretty fun like interview. I felt like uh, I don't know. It it was fun because like uh, we didn't feel like any pressure when speaking to each other. So it was a pretty cool one. I think I'm just gonna reserve. That that that's because you have a good project. It should be easy. <laughs> hey, Mister Sneaky, Mister Sneaky Raccoon. Um, I seen that you were posting in the Stargate's general chat um, something that has to do with contracts uh, and putting them up on Commonwealth. What is going on there? Do you have any alpha for us? Anything that you can share? Yeah, for sure. So basically, like I said a bit earlier, um, how it works is we have the Raccoon.bet platform, and it's basically on three chains for now, which is on Juno, Chihuahua, and Migaloo. And we want to expand also to Terra and Terra Classic. And basically how it works is every, like we change the formula of how we we used to do distribution to holders. Back in the days, we waited to have enough money to distribute. But now, we just want to distribute like every month, and then we're going to grow from there. So the idea behind the contract uh, and the Commonwealth post that we did earlier today is we created a smart contract where it, 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 it's going to be free to use, and it's open source. Anyone can use it. And how it works is, what if like you want to do an airdrop to uh, NFT holders of a collection? Or you just want to distribute tokens like Stars token, or even like uh, Wolfman discussed a bit earlier, if he wants to distribute some Stardust tokens to a specific NFT collection, what the contract will do is you just specify an NFT collection, and then the amount of token or which token you want to distribute to the holders of this collection, and people uh, that owns an NFT can just claim these tokens. So I think it could be used to distribute some revenues, some rewards to NFT collections, but I think. In most cases, I think people would use it to do some airdrops, like a claimable airdrop. So that, that's what the, the Commonwealth discussion is all about. So we think it could be used by a bunch of people. So very interested to, to get some comments and feedback. And I don't know what you guys think. No, I think those kind of tools are as much needed. 
Um, I think we have Bonzi uh, on the uh, Stargaze account, but Bonzi, uh, would those tools benefit the, the Stargaze community? Are you, are you with us, Bonzi? <clears throat> Shoot, I don't, I'm not sure he, if he can hear us or if he's there. But I, I think they would benefit. I, I, I for sure think they would benefit uh, the community, Moltres. Um, and well, another question for you is, do you think that the way that Stargaze is kind of like um, gating their, their deployment of contracts, do you, do you think that's a good model for now? Uh, do you see that it could be done better? Because the way it works right now, you you have to like you know, before you deploy a contract, go on Commonwealth, get the community sentiment, and then put it up for an on-chain governance uh, vote. Yeah, that's a good question. It's I think it's debatable depending on the, the point of view. But from my perspective, I think it's not bad because at the end of the day, if you want to to gate it to have just very specific type of thing on your chain, that makes sense. But at some points, I feel like it, like it stops people from just trying new stuff and bring it on chain. So I think it's like it's it's double sided. Like for in my opinion, I think it's great, but it's not great because it stops creativity from people to just upload whatever they want and try whatever they want. But one thing to to consider if it would go uh, permissionless, like where everyone can upload whatever they want. I believe Stargaze, I think, I don't know if they're linked to the, the noise blockchain to have the randomness, but as we speak as of now, like they couldn't, I think, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they couldn't go permissionless because given all the random mental work on Stargaze, I think it could be fla like flash long to be used on it. So I, I think maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I think that would be one of the issues if we would go permissionless. I swear there was a proposal up in the past that had something to do with noise. Um, I, I'm trying to look for the actual proposal on, on the website, but I can't find it right now. Yeah, I think it was just for uh, something like, yeah, I think the noise contract like was out, like the IBC channel was down for a while, so they had to, to re-instantiate it or something like that. But yeah. So with the, with the current, like um, the, the current uh, games that you guys have, on raccoon.bat, uh, are those going to be easily be easily be? Sorry, I can't even speak right now. <laughs> are we are we going to be able to see those on Stargaze, <laughs> um, or are there going to have to be like different uh, features first before you can deploy them? Yeah, I think what we we want to do with the Stargaze is when we deploy on a on a different chain, which we just trying to create something exclusive for the chain or something different. So what we've done in the past on the Chihuahua chain is we sprawled some like uh, play to earn stuff with NFTs. So I think what do, we had some like discussion about treating more of like a play to earn or just a, a pure game on Stargaze that involve NFTs. And we've seen so many great of these project treating games. Like I just think about the Pixel Wizards because it's on the top of my head. I max minted the Pixel Wizards. And what they're doing is kind of crazy. And Pixel, I think it's called Pixel Chess, the, the other project that they are doing chess. So it like it's so great. It's when you think about it, it's not that hard to create like a full information game like chess and put it on the blockchain. So I think we're gonna aim to create some sort of game instead of doing like gambling. Do you want to talk a little bit about the current games that you do already have on Raccoon Bet for people that are you know interested in, in messing around with it? Yeah. So as of now, like the the three most 
use games that we have on Rackling the Bet is gambling games. So it's the most popular one is called the, the hundred sided dice. And I don't like encourage anyone to, to play these games. It's games of chance. So you can lose everything that you bet. So just be careful. But the the the, the hundred sided dice, how it works is you're just betting on what's gonna be the outcome of a hundred sided dice. Is it gonna be a lower or higher, let's say, than thirty? And if you bet that it's gonna be lower than thirty and the actual outcome is like twenty-five, you're just gonna like get almost three times what you did bet. So it's a very simple game. You just decide what's or what are your probability of winning by betting what's going to be the outcome, and then you just win what's going to happen. We have some sort of like uh, what we call the dungeon, which is like a path or a card game where you just choose a path, and then you select like, uh, is it going to be um, uh, like, how can I mention this? It's like you, you just turn cards, and you have some probability of winning or losing when choosing this path. So let's say you're facing three doors, and then for each door, you have like 90%, 80%, and 70% of winning this, this level, let's say. And then the further you go in the dungeon, the higher you're going to win, uh, depending on your bet. So for example, if you're betting $1 and you're able to beat the four levels, maybe you're going to win like $4. But if you lose, you, you lose everything. So just be careful again. And the other game that we have is the classic slot machine. So you basically put the one, two, or three dollars, and then you play the slot machine, and then you see the outcome uh, of, of the games. So that's pretty much it. It's like very three simple games. It's gambling still, but uh, it's mostly like related to probabilities and then... It's, it, it, it can be fun because like we've been speaking with the... Um, uh, the guys from Yieldmost. So what they're gonna do? What they're gonna do is they're gonna integrate the the dice game in their interface. So one cool thing, one cool application of the dice game is, what if like every day you're getting like, I don't know, a thousand stars, and then you just want to risk it. Like you have fifty percent chance of doubling your uh, your rewards and stars by playing the dice, or you just lose everything. So they're building something pretty cool with the dice. So very excited to see this. Has it been hard <clears throat> running a project of this size with just uh, just one other partner, man? Um, do you ever think of expanding the, the size of the team? Yeah, we've been like working with other people that helps once in a while, let's say. It's like it's... Like we're not a docs team, and the only reason we're not docs is because we're running gambling stuff. But uh, it's it's been pretty hard, man, because you know it, it's hard to trust people on the internet, and like you trust them that they're gonna build something for you. But I don't know. They're like it, it would be like in an ideal scenario where we get two other people that could help us, and I think we're gonna get someone part time to help us with something we're building on Migalu, which is called Shark Protocol. But uh, yeah, in a in an ideal world, we'd have like two other people. But it's it's hard to trust people, man. Thank you, Mo. Thank you so much for coming up here, man, and talking about the the Raccoon Supply project that recently migrated. How has the migration been? Um, what what is the community most excited about? Talk to us a little bit about the sentiment of the community now that you guys are on Stars. Yeah, I feel like people that hold these NFTs are very excited, but it's pretty divided because like the majority of the people actually voted yes to migrate to Stargaze, but there were some people that were 
diehard fans of Secret Network, where they wrote to us and they were like, okay, I'm not going to migrate. This is going to stay on Stash and on Secret. I'm going to keep it there. So it was pretty hard. And so far, I think with that, we, we are at 42% that have been migrated. And I don't think we will ever reach 100%. So the sentiment is great, but it's not everyone is happy with the migration. But it is what it is, man. I think it's Stargaze has so much to offer and much more features for the users. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think you'll, you'll, you'll get 100%. I'd be shocked if you got 100%. But um, the, the bridge that you made, um, is this a two-way bridge? Can people go back to Secret if they wanted to? As of now, it's not possible. But we, we kept... Basically, how it works is when you migrate from Secret to Stargaze, it sends your NFT uh, in, the, in a vault. And basically, when if at some point it's possible to migrate Stargaze to Secret, uh, we're gonna, we don't burn the NFT. They are kept in a vault. So it would be possible for people to just go back uh, from back and forth from Stargaze to Secret. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think um, I think I'm good with the questions, bro. I don't know if anybody else that's listening wants to come up here and ask you guys questions or ask you a question. Um, so far, I'm 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 enjoying seeing all the the raccoons land on Stargates. It's been fun, and you have two right now for live auction, correct? Yeah, uh, basically what we did is we we bought uh, on floor on stash and basically listed them under the price that we paid. Just to, to, to have some activity because it's been hard. I feel like it's the, the NFTs are a bit expensive these days. So I, I would be it would be great to have a bit more trades, let's say on the racking collection. So what are you most excited about, Mole, uh, in the short term for the raccoon uh, supply project and, and the community? I think what we're most excited about is I don't know, I feel like What's our vision and how we, I think we found our path by just building and building and building. And what myself I'm the m- most excited about is the, the new project that we're building on Miguel these days, but truly related to the Raccoon NFTs. It's mostly, like I mentioned a bit earlier, like we've been working on a second uh, collection. So if we are able by the early next year or the end of this year to release like a second collection where everyone can enjoy like the crazy styles. I think that would be a great accomplishment. But on the other, on the other side, it's, we just want to keep building smart contracts interface and just help people. Like, I don't know. I think the most fun that we found in the Cosmos ecosystem and on Stargate so far is, I don't know, man, it's, we need to have fun. Otherwise it's, it gets boring. So we just want to build and have fun and that stuff. Definitely, definitely have had a lot of fun with the Raccoon Supply community. Um, well, you've always been very, very like friendly towards anybody that approaches you with questions and even ideas. What's uh, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you personally, and also, you know, anything that has to do with the project? Okay, for sure, on Discord, it would be easier. Like if you go on the the Raccoon Discord, uh, you can poke like a Moltres or Zatas. We're basically brothers, like I said. But like, like I said, I, myself, I really like helping people and just if it can facilitate someone with something, just reach out to me and uh, I'm for sure there to help anyone with anything. And I also want to say thanks for reaching out to us and asking us to come to this place here tonight. It's, we don't, we're always, like everyone is always pretty busy, busy but like 
very happy to took the time to to listen to some updates about projects that are building on Stargate. So we'll definitely like try to join more often. Yeah, thanks for joining, dude. I know I know how busy you guys can get sometimes, but I appreciate it, dude, for sure. Anytime. And tomorrow you have a space um, with the uh, the Rec Gang and uh, Stargaze, and I think V-Bands is hosting, um, and the Meta Rats. So looking forward to that space tomorrow. I think it's at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you just follow the main Stargaze account here, you'll you'll be able to tune in. Then again, just congratulations on the migration, bro. Congrats. Um, Nico, you still with us, Nico? I am still, yeah, still this thing. I've not gone anywhere. Do you have any questions for, for Moltres from the Raccoon Supply project? I do not. I don't really have any questions. Um, I do think it's really cool and actually quite a brave step to migrate from one chain to another. Um, you know, I've seen, you know, my time here in the NFT space, I've seen a few projects trying to do it and some have done it very successfully, some not so successfully. Like you said, there were some of the community members who were not big fans of it. But you know what, I would advise give it time. Um, they will most likely come around. Um, they just need to kind of settle into it. But yeah, listen, the art is cool. I love what you guys are building. It's really, really cool. And I'm happy that you migrated over to Stargaze. Yeah, I think you said it right. I think it's, you don't have to be angry at people if they don't want to migrate. I think the best way to actually, like, you have to accommodate your people that have been supporting you for years and months. And just letting them be where they want to be, I think it's the best way of doing it. But like, for sure, it would be great to have uh, these like more than a thousand raccoons and stargaze. <laughs> hey, Moldres, do you do you miss the privacy aspect of the the uh, raccoons? Do you miss the privacy or, or not really? Uh, I don't know. It's I'm still debating this this aspect. I've been using a lot of shade, like the shade protocol in the swap on Secret, which I enjoy a lot. But like I'm, I'm still in the middle. I really like the the privacy aspect because like, you can do whatever you want. Like if you want to transfer like an NFT to another person, or just send it to someone that don't want to show that they have a bunch of NFT. Because we have a big holder of raccoon NFTs that are that is still on secret, and I think like this person didn't want to show like all the NFT that he she has. So that's the only aspect that is kind of cool. Like people just want to keep some privacy, and I like it too. But I, I'm very pretty much in the middle. Let's say. What What do you think about like privacy of NFTs yourself? No, I think I think it's a cool aspect. I, I think it's a cool uh, feature to have. You know, it, there there's a there's a there's a time and place for everything, right? And um, I've always found a time and place for privacy. So. I, I think it's a cool feature. It would be super cool if Stargaze could eventually somehow, you know, bring that to to the platform. I'm not sure if that would even be a thing, but I don't miss it. I, I don't miss it though. I think I'm okay with uh, my NFTs on Stargaze not being private. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a it, it's a cool it's a cool feature. And the cool thing about like having like them all public is you can see all the the NFTs that people have, and you can make offer on them. Whereas when it was on secret, like you don't know if someone owes this NFT or if it's just that in a wallet. Whereas in Stargaze, it's much more proactive. 
you can make offers, you can talk with the person or it's so much easier and it provides much more features. But I think like it's much more important to have more utilities, features and a great marketplace than just have one utility, which is like privacy. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I think Fabian is working on a, like a, like a messenger type of thing for, for starters, which is pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen it, but you'll be able to jump onto a platform and based on the type of NFT somebody holds, you can send them a message. I'll, I'll pin it up here to the top. It's pretty cool. Oh, and that's amazing. That's, that's one of the things that we did with uh, Amporium. So we basically did uh, an NFT marketplace on Chihuahua. And it was one of the things that we wanted to do is be able to send messages to other people on the platform. So it looks pretty clean, man. I'm very excited that if Stargaze has that, I think it's going to be game changer. All right. Well, Hayden, we're coming up to the uh, almost two-hour mark. Holy, we've been going on for a while now. Um, I think it's a good time for, for you kind of to share what you're, what you're doing and uh, let us know how the mint is going on Stargaze because I believe the collection, the little hand collection, has not minted out. No, sadly, we have not minted out yet, but we are so close. Um, no, there's still 34 of these little guys left. Actually, put it to the top there. Um, if anyone is keen to get a little hand in their wallet, uh, this is probably one of the few truly multi-chain collections that anyone will ever see in their lifetime uh, this little collection has been split up between 15 different blockchains stargaze being lucky number 15. Um, it is a collection of prints that my little one did when he was four um, he did he made eight thousand over eight thousand handprints they're all one of one, all unique, and we've brought a hundred of them to Stargaze. So 66 have found very happy wallets. Um, there's, by the way, five listed on secondary now. Um, I do not know who holds the rare rose gold one, which they decided to list, but it's been listed for, I think, a fairly low price. But that being said, yeah, they're still minting. They're still there. Um, if anyone wants to go grab a few little hands, uh, feel free. The only other thing I do want to share, and I cannot say too much about it yet, um, as we are still building up to the whole thing, but Caden's got a collaboration with a phenomenal artist, and we are going to bring this collaboration to the Stargaze platform. Um, it will be Cadence and this artist's first collaboration that will be minted on Stargaze. Uh, we'll be doing a auction with it. And what is going to make this really fun and really interesting, Caden created two physical canvas pieces for his end of the collab. And whoever wins the auction, we will with the biggest love and biggest smiles on our faces, ship the two physical pieces to this person to get framed and hang on their wall. Um, so we are planned due date for auction to go live is the 20th of this month. Um, so keep a lookout for that. I've pinned it to the top so everyone can actually see what the two physicals look like. And yeah. That is that is what we've got going on in this end. Um, 
like I said, little hands still there, still minting. Thirty-four, still looking for happy forever. Or if you want to list them wallets, doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, so that's us, uh, little guys. I'll give it back to you as toast. Super, super cool that you guys are, you know, leveraging the, the different features that the marketplace has to offer. Auct- auctions have been a big hit. You know, I've seen, I've seen some NFTs, you know, go on auction for over fifteen thousand dollars, which is shocking, just super shocking to see them go that that high. But like the sneaky, the sneaky animals collection, you know, they've been using the live auction left and right. Been seeing a lot of good sales there. So yeah, definitely leverage those those different products that Stargaze Marketplace has to offer. I've uh, I've listed some NFTs myself on auction and definitely has been a lot of fun watching them, you know, go go near like the the ten minute mark and bids coming in like left and right. Those those auctions, man, they just they just blow me away. Sometimes it's a lot of fun. Uh, dude, auctions are really definitely a really cool feature and a lot of fun to watch. Um, I do have one other thing that I actually want to put to the top, and it's more just to. Um, to show everyone what my little one actually does do as well. And I don't know if we will bring this to Star Guys. It might, it might not. But he's got a little collection called the Naughty Robots. Um, and it actually, you know, just the name itself reminded me of the bad kids. Uh, but yeah, he, these are also hand created and they are actually little robots. They live on the Tezos blockchain and yeah, they actually do phenomenally well there. We're approaching the thousand days um, volume, and that's actually from the next last five days. So they're doing super well. Um, we might consider splitting the collection up and bringing some of them over to another chain, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah, the lines, I'll give it back to you um, so that you can either close this up or take it from there. Thank you. No, just a big shout out to the people that came in to stop by and, and share what they're building. And also just uh, the ones that came here just to listen. Uh, we have Homestead, we have Eba Board, Jay Smiles, Chris, Shrewd, uh, Low, um, Alex from the Raccoon Supply Community, the Snails Project, Mano, man, Psycho. We have another. Yeah, we have a, we have a, just a ton of people here from from Solana all of a sudden. Builders Collective, uh, El Sol Labo. I can't pronounce the next name. Kishi, maybe Kishi, Portal, Airdrop Empire, uh, Mazi. We have Pear. We have, who else? Fester and Slava. Tons of people here stopping by, showing some love. So appreciate y'all. I will wrap it up here. Nico, thanks again for helping me co-host. I know we had a slight issue with the, the spaces in the beginning, but we made it. Uh, thanks, Mole. Thanks, Minas, for coming in and sharing you guys are doing we'll see you around next week again at uh, the same time 7 p.m eastern on tuesday tomorrow though don't forget to tune into stargazer space at 5 p.m eastern um, i'm pretty sure Moltres will be there again to speak about his project and the, how the whole migration is going so yeah thank you everybody Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth 
sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap though the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your communitility All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Terror Spaces <laughs>